Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 5am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, should I go to Turkey to get a hair transplant? (laughs) (laughs) I had a cousin who lived in Turkey for a little while and said there were many an individual wandering the streets of <laughs> Istanbul <laughs> with the old bandaged noggin. <laughs> Seems to be quite the popular holiday. A friend of mine said you get on the plane and there is just rows and rows of dudes <laughs> with absolute red raw scabbed shaved heads. So oh. much so that they call it Turkish hairlines when you're flying on it. <laughs> when you're flying on it. <laughs> Apparently you can get it done for like two grand. So I was like, I was like, ha ha, that's so funny. And then I read an article about it and I was like, I wonder. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it wouldn't be a bad holiday. Bit of goslemmy, bit more I know, hair. right? Apparently choosing where your hairline starts, though, <gasps> can be a genuinely difficult thing because you're like, you go too far down and it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> right? But I mean, the whole point of doing it is to get a little bit more. So like, there's, a, you know, you can spend a whole day, you know, pondering, drawing things on your forehead. But look, yeah. but before we jump into today's show, because it is an absolute ripper, I would love you to tell me, maybe you've had a hair transplant, maybe you've just, let us know some of the work you've done and where you've gone for it. I'm just intrigued. Mm. Let us know your um, cosmetic vacations. Mm. Whether they've been good, whether they've been bad, maybe you'll never do it again. You know, you got a botched job. Yep, Matt needs your advice, so get in touch. But before we go that, we are going to be paying tribute to a bunch of hardworking people, Matt. That's right. Today is National Tradesperson Day. Yeah, it sure is. So we thought we'd chat to you, tradie listeners, and give a little bit of an homage to some of the more famous tradies that uh, that have graced our planet in past years. Also, we've got a guest within the building who has quite a wild superstition. And I'm uh, in the lead up to the AFL Grand Finals, I think it is very important that we investigate this superstition a little bit further, Alex Dyson, don't you? I think it is, particularly as it involves my team. So let's jump into it. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, let's kick things off today by tipping the hard hat to some people who do some very good work around Australia and would be celebrating a national day today. It is National Tradesperson Day, Friday, September 16th. So shout outs to you. If you're you're a tradie listening in, good on you for fixing stuff, building stuff, cleaning stuff, whatever you need to do, we we appreciate it. Phone calls. (laughs) Good on you. I wouldn't answer my emails either. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Can I get a second quote? Shut up. <laughs> Look, it is a big day. It's a very important profession. And um, I think you'd, you'd find, Matt, if you delve into it, which I have, and by me, I mean producer Bron has. She's our podcast tradie, getting oh. down and dirty on the tools of uh, finding out some famous tradies, right? I mean, sure, you've got your um, your Scotty Cams. Oh, yeah. You know, your... Um, Tom, what's his name? Jesus. Jesus? He was a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. No, I was going to okay, say, kind of, Tom yes, from um, kind of Jesus. the Great Outdoors. Tom Williams? Oh, my God. It's Tom Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bloody love Tom Williams. He's such a legend. Hang out yeah. with him at music festivals and stuff. Well, Tom Williams he, is great. He abandoned the tools. He's, he's a real estate agent now. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah, which I guess means he can probably do these fixer-uppers. 
try. You know, flip them. But there are some other big tradies. Harrison Ford was a carpenter. He used to uh, feed his family by remodeling houses and building furniture, which is pretty good. Winston Uh, Churchill, bricklayer. There you go. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was a builder, apparently, under her given name, Karen Elaine Johnson. Uh, Building walls at the San Diego Zoo before she got her big break. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to stuff up a zoo wall, would you? Oh, no, no, not at all. And uh, Elvis Presley was an electrician's apprentice back in the day as well. It's not bad. There you go. He's, I wonder what the people... He, he, are... he dances a little bit like he's got an you know, electric <laughs> shock going Indeed. through him, like he's on the, holding the um the barbed wire. No, what is it? The electric fence? <laughs> That's it. Um, I wonder what the uh, his client said to him when he finished up some good work. What did they say? Thank you very much. Uh, but we do want to shout out to our tradie listeners, of which there are many as well. Oh, I hate that I've walked into that <laughs> so much. And let's bring in one of the uh, people celebrating today, Matt O'Kine. Tom is on the line from the Goldie. G'day, mate. Hey, mate. How are you going? Tom, where are we catching you right now? Um, I've actually just walked out of my local uh, electrical wholesaler. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's <laughs> that's full tradie, mate. Yeah, they've actually yeah. given me the, the regulatory beer as I walked out too, which is good. Have they really? Well, I mean, this is the end of the week. This is like, I mean, it sounds like the, the tradies version of the airport lounge, you know? Just the... We don't ever make it into them places, but, yeah, it's basically the same. <laughs> Indeed. Well, there you go. Well, what, what kind of, what genre of trade would you find yourself in? Um, I actually just got a new job recently, sort of working a lot on the roads. Ooh. Okay. So, Did you know then, that- like with street lights and stuff? Yep, street lights. But before that, I used to do heaps of like um, repairing um, like sports field lights. So, oh, yeah. wow. All so you're up biggies. in like a big old cherry picker or do you have to climb on those like hooks on the side of the towers and get up to the oh, top? No, nah, I'm not that much of a psychopath. No, we just get in the big EWP and go up to the top like it's a elevated work platform and then change of bulbs from a machine next to it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So i got to tell you, Tom, I mean, getting a bulb from my lounge room <laughs> <Yeah>. is, <laughs> uh, you know, that, I mean, it's hard work. Um, you know, it costs up to the, you know, 9 to $10 these days for these mm. long-lasting ones. What um, what are we looking at for one of those big stadium bulbs? Oh, they are about, probably about 100 times that. <laughs> so they're about anywhere from 2 to $500. Oh, okay. Do you know what? And do you yeah, ever go at the top? You're thing. on the platform. You're swaying in the breeze at the top of this pole next to a footy field. Do you ever get to the top of that with your $500 bulb and go, oh, damn, it's a screw in. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, to be honest, that has happened. It has happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, well, hey, what do you love about being a tradie, Tom? Um, I think probably the best thing is being out on the road and going to different sites mm-hmm. and going to different places. You can't really knock that. Um, one of the best things I think about the job is the knowledge that you are useful. I've never been yes. called around to someone's <laughs> place for an emergency podcast before. <laughs> Mate, it could happen. There's plenty of you guys around these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the we're easy to get in contact yeah. with these days, I reckon. You are um, the number one podcast, though. Is that- <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, it is, it is good. It is very handy. Like, I know, I think I did some, oh, our oven broke on the weekend. Mm-hmm. The missus rung me and she said, oh, hey, look, I was just cooking a like a 
pasta bake in the oven and um, some smoke started coming out. And I was like, oh, is it the food? And she's like, no, nah, like electrical burn smell. <laughs> you got to assume. You never know. Said, yep. oh, well, look, just turn it off and I'll fix it when I got home. For, sure enough, got home and fixed it. And she says, holy shit, I'm glad I married you and not some useless bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I said, sweet. I always remember that when we're having a fight. That is really nice. I can guarantee nice. you my partner's never said that to me. So thank, <laughs> that, thank you. I need to get on the tools ASAP. Well, thank you yeah. very much. And thank you very much, Tom, and thank you for what you do. Do you feel like tradies get underappreciated at times? Oh, no. we just got to hang around the right people. Mate, mm. It's red hot tradie season at the moment. Mm. They're, oh, mate, there's more jobs. If you wanted a job, Matt, there'd be plenty of jobs going for Oh, it. mate, they're, it, just, it just seems like impossible to get, like, to tie people down at the moment. Yeah. I can't even get a tradie, and I am a tradie. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how bad it is, trying to get people around your house. Congrats, Tom. I hope you're having a good day as well, and uh, thanks very much for joining us. You boys shouldn't stop what you're doing. You guys do a great job. Oh, um, legend. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Nah, good stuff. Well, Matt, September in Australia does mean that the big footy codes are deep into finals season, and um, I'm salivating at a couple of the games that are happening over the weekend, particularly as an AFL fan, Geelong-Brisbane playing tonight, Uh, my boys Collingwood taking on the Sydney Swans. Would they be your boys or you Brisbane Lions? No, look, I used to be Brisbane Lions, and then they... And then they took on a player that I didn't particularly like at high school. <laughs> we got into a few beefs, and so I was like, nope, that's it. I'm moving allegiance because I'm not at all petty. Um, but, I mean, what is with you jokers in Melbourne mm. taking off days of the year? Well, you're absolutely right, Matt. Next week, waving at the footy players heading to the G. Yeah, and then and then you take the day off for the Melbourne Cup as well. You're absolute <laughs> clowns. How about you actually work? <laughs> Oh, boo-hoo, had lockdown for ages. Shut up. You don't do anything. <laughs> Mate, this is important stuff. This is our religion, okay? So you just watch your mouth, please. All and right. so much so that, you know, particularly around the sporting codes, there's often a lot of superstitions when it comes to big games to make sure everything's in order for a win. We've actually got someone in the studio now who's going to help us out, working at Listener. G'day, MJ. G'day, Alex. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Now, MJ, we're of the understanding that in the lead up to uh, this big grand final, you're quite a superstitious person. Is that correct? I'm generally not superstitious at all, but when it comes to football, something happens to me as I'm walking into the ground or or watching on TV, and if, if the calling would win or do well, I have to try and repeat it the next week. And <laughs> the biggest example I have of this was back in 2010. Oh, this is a mm. big year for Pies fans. Well, they won the premiership. Yeah, and finally. I, and I First was in 20 years. Twenty. I, was, I had a lot more time in my hands. I was about 22 at uni, went to the same to the game with two friends of mine every single week, every Collingwood game. We didn't miss one the whole year. Whoa. Mm-hmm. At some point. Did you travel interstate for that? Yeah, yeah, I think we I think we got to Perth at one stage. <laughs> because I, you know, I, I follow yeah. footy. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Love Darcy Moore from the Pies. Big fan of the show. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow if you're listening, Darcy. But, um. I'd never travel for a game. No, I traveled like for the game. Travel for the game. We just we were obsessed with it. And at some point during that year, we started seeing this. We started going to the same bar at the MCG every week, okay. and seeing the same bartender there. And she'd serve us a beer every every game, right? And mm-hmm. we kept mm-hmm. winning. We just got on a winning streak. Mm. And so we was thought, that because the team was was really quite good, or because well, you had the same bartender every well, week? Well, we just didn't want to put anything to risk. <laughs> no, we weren't, it's we a fair weren't call. certain. 
Don't so, fix what ain't broken, you exactly. know what I mean? So we just kept going back to her. I think I think we went on a you know a huge streak, got to the grand final. We couldn't find her when um on the grand final day and Collingwood drew. Oh, well, that was it. So the next week we just went on a search and found the bar. She was there again. I don't know what happened to her the week before. <laughs> You're and, kidding. And Collingwood got the flag. Now, well, we, oh, my I can, gosh. I can yeah. get on board this, yep. MJ, because for a long time I mm. sort of roll my eyes when people touch wood, yeah. you know, to order to avert. Um, you know, avert a jinx. Mm. I'm I'm much more inclined for my lips to touch beer as a you know as a stopping side. the vid, <laughs> stopping <laughs> the drinks, the jinx. So um, I'm happy to jump on board well, this superstition. Okay. Well, this Alec, this is where the good news is. As a Collingwood supporter, um, and I know Bron. I think she's put some money on after I told this story in the office, and this Wait. is what <laughs> this is what got me excited. <laughs> you pop some cash down, Bron. Yeah. I don't recommend it to the listeners, but I but I did do it myself. Oh yes. my god, Ron! <laughs> so you're you're I basing mean, your you're no. putting your money on MJ's bartender's superstition, yeah, but where this, his mouth is. But this is the development. We lost contact with this bartender. She doesn't know any of this, by the way. But we this is twelve years ago. We haven't seen her since two thousand eleven. She disappeared. Obviously, moved on from working at the MCG. And, you know, we didn't want to go searching for her or anything, sure. but that would yep. be creepy. A week before final started, one of the two mates, the two mates I went with, he went up to Port Douglas up in northern Queensland with his partner, uh, and he went on a sunset cruise. And guess who was on the sunset cruise? No. The, the bartender the from 12 years ago. From 12 years ago. Was like there. bartending on the cruise? No, she's just on holiday. <laughs> right, okay. Her. So, <laughs> so your mates obviously... Mm run up to her and gone, oh, my God, where have you been for the last 12 years of my life? I've missed we, you so much. Collingwood hasn't won the flag since you left the G. What are you doing? <laughs> he messaged us straight away, and I said, what did you say to her? He said, I kept my distance. I got starstruck. I didn't want to go near her. So, <laughs> Right, but so, you know, they met, though, and had a chat. Yeah. He just didn't reveal the superstition. No, I don't think they even met. They're on different sides so of the So he just, pe- he just peeped at her. Like, he was just staring at he her the whole time. He was looking at her. While... He didn't even go up and talk to her. No. He, she, could, he, she could have the secret to the win. Now she could know. She's probably knows where she's going to be working next Saturday. She could still be tending bars somewhere. I didn't even think of that. Do, oh do, do we know the name? Do we no, know the name? We don't know anything about it. We're Collingwood's playing tomorrow night. We got to find her. <laughs> Please. I thought it was enough of a good okay. sign. That well, I, I think if Collingwood win this weekend mm. and they get into the big dance. Mm. We have to spend the entirety of next week tracking this person down <laughs> and making sure that prior to grand final day, mm. a so the amber nectar flows from f- f- doth her hand into your vessel, I would love to, I would and that love would to lock in the victory and win Bron a lot of money. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just have to be a pour, like a, just a single pour. Yeah, you know, you'd yeah. BYO the can or bottle, and then she'd just have to crack it and pour yeah. it. That's yeah. all we and need. Think, it's no more than that. Yeah, yeah. I just, think that that is absolutely okay. Well, this is. Oh, my heart's beating fast. All right. <laughs> it's freaky, isn't it? Yeah. All right, we'll go for that next week. Yeah. If you listening have any superstitions that you want us to try and mm. take care of before your team plays in the finals, please let us know. But other than that, MJ, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Go we'll, pies. Exactly. We'll do what we can. It could be, oh, man, we don't have a podcast until next Monday. So yep. well, I think we're going to have to rely on on the skills of the players to, to get them through to the final. But mm-hmm. until then, you're right. Don't leave anything to chance. We're going to get it over the line. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll chat to you soon. Thanks for having me. All day breakfast. Mm, drippy. Mm. 
All Day Breakfast. Well, on a Friday, it is a very, very good time to rifle through a uh, big old Hessian bag filled with your correspondence from the week. Yeah, that's right. We love hearing from you on at matt.n.alex or mattandalex.com.au. And uh, first up, we are opening the envelope from Rachel. And this is with regards to the topic that we talked about, the standing ovations at Venice Film Festival. I mean, these mm. standing O's, mate. Standing O's. Yeah, a lot of debate happening. And Rachel says, just listen to today's pod about refusing standing ovations. I refused a standing O in the front row middle seat at the Sydney Opera House. I'd had a few wines to give me the courage to be so bold, but I just didn't think they deserved the effort of standing. <laughs> I tell you, that's in full glare of the people on stage, probably bowing, hands up in the air, the whole audience in raptures. It was probably the highlight of their life, wasn't it? On the grandest stage that this country, and indeed possibly would some could would consider the world has to offer, they've worked years building up to this moment, standing there in all their glory. Rachel's not, not, not good enough. <laughs> good stuff, Rachel. Stand your ground, Rachel. Sarah. Uh, no, don't sit. Sit your ground. Sit your ground. Sorry, stay, stay down. Stay down. Uh, Sarah says, when has using a fake name backfired? Uh, she said, I used my real name while ordering a coffee, but I should have used a fake name. There were four other Sarahs in the line, and we all went to collect the same coffee. It's a big Sarah pile-up. Yeah, it looks like a gamer twister there. Everyone <laughs> wrapped around each other. Emma, this regards to the topic money mishaps are uh, working out in your favour. Now, this was when uh, a lady happened to get paid $10 million by accident from a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, Emma says, I'm currently doing a more senior role in my team as a relief for someone, and HR wanted to add a merit to my pay to pay me a bit more. That's pretty good. However, they missed the first four weeks that I was in the role. They tried to add four weeks of back pay for the merit, but accidentally paid me four times the annual merit. 452s, 208 <laughs> weeks of merit. <laughs> So 50K hit my account one Tuesday night. I thought about running off to Sao Paulo, but I'm too much of a scaredy cat, so I just let them know instead. Well, that's why you deserve merit. You got a lot of merit there, Emma, so well done. And hopefully they left you a little bit extra in the kitty for that one. We've also got a voice message. Feel free to send us through. We love hearing your voices here on All Day Breakfast. This one is from Christian. Hey, team. Just want to say thank you for the response on the Ask Alex. I'll be sure to try that out this weekend. Although, I don't know how I feel about my name being said that much in the podcast. Felt like I was in trouble. But, I mean, let's hope my name gets said that much this weekend. <laughs> Another happy customer. <laughs> Thank you very much, Christian. So, <laughs> moving on to our final uh, message, which is in the form of an actual real-life voice uh, across the telephone waves. That's right. We've got Brayden on the phone. G'day, Brayden. Good afternoon. Morning, Alex. That's all right. It's every day. It's every time as far as podcasting goes. Well, this is an interesting topic um, that you have a story on, faking your own death. Now, this is amazing. It's been yeah. one week since we had the incredible call where Hannah revealed that in order to get out of a second date, got someone to tell that person that she'd passed away. Um, certainly not recommended by Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. <laughs> not, the, not the sensible option, would have thought there, but you've got a story uh, on a similar topic, Brayden. Yeah, it sort of fits into that. It goes back to when I was in year 12. Um, we rocked up on a Monday morning, and my teacher's like, okay, some of you may have heard on the weekend. Um, sadly, Kate passed away, one of your classmates. Oh, my God. And so we're all devastated. Everyone's 
quite upset. And the girl in my home class is like, oh, my God, like, I only spoke to her yesterday. And the teacher's like, yes, it's very sudden. And we've brought in counsellors. Like, it's, you know, it's very hard for everyone. Everyone takes a different way. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, like, I only spoke to her yesterday. And she calls her. And she's like, Mr. Henderson, um, I've got her on the phone. <laughs> oh, no. And the teacher's like, oh. So then he rings the front office and he's like, um, one of my students has got the girl that we're saying that has passed away on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. And so, by chance, she wasn't in that morning. And, yeah, she rocked up a few hours later and all the students, everyone's running to her, crying, hugging her, and she's just oblivious to the fact that the school just announced that she had passed away. So, where was the mix-up, Brayden? What happened? Well, a teacher was at the local pub and he overheard a conversation somewhere on the lines that was, what happened was... uh, this girl had a party at her house on the weekend and um, someone went off in an ambulance and somehow that story crossed over with her passing away on the weekend. Oh, my God. That is... Bro, that is wild. Was this... Okay, this has to have been (laughs) pre-internet. Yeah, this was 2010, so... No, that's still too late, Brayden. I mean, like, I thought you were going to say it was, like, 1910, you know, and people were still waiting for the messenger pigeon to arrive with the full details. But you're telling me that they could have verified this with people's mobile phones instantly? I got her on the phone. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Well, that is incredible, Brayden. Thank you very much. And we are very hopeful and, uh, well, glad at the time that, uh, you know, Kate, um, if that is their real name, is was alive and well then, and we hope they're still alive and well now. So thank you very much, Brayden. Uh, yes, fit and healthy. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Cheers, Brayden. Thank Braden. you so much. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Hope you are fit. Hope you are well. And I hope if you're running a little bit late for school, people don't assume it's because you've oh kicked the God. bucket. <laughs> oh, is this the end of our fake death chat? Or is there, I mean, are there more stories? Have we got to get Richard Wilkins on or um, Jeff True. Goldblum? I mean, they've had their run-ins with this rumour mill before. They certainly have. So, um, who knows? Well, if you've got a story about a mistaken deceasement, I uh, would love to hear from you. As always, matt.n.alex on the gram, mattnalex.com.au, or just um, pop down to our funerals, which will be next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, don't drag me into this. Touch wood. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you back here Monday. Bye-bye. Same time, same place. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.